for Thursdays. Thursday. True and Trivial Talk. True and Trivial Talk. Welcome. Welcome. Matt, you, um, <laughs> this does not look like business work attire. Oh. I feel like you're breaking a few dress codes. Uh, well, I, okay. Here's the deal. First, I'm wearing this for several reasons. First of all, I love Christmas. That uh, is Matt, by the way. Love it. In case you're wondering. Um, <laughs> second of all, last night was our retro roller Christmas bash with our students. And uh, I wore this last night. In fact, I was the only dude, the only guy mm. that dressed up. And you just like, had to wear it again. None of my guys dressed up. But the girls did and did a great job. And they won both the prizes, but the guys didn't. So... That's the second reason. I thought I, thought I need to get a little more mileage out of this. You can tell he's really excited about this outfit because he's blowing out it. our microphone. Yes. <laughs> and thirdly, the reason I'm wearing this today, Daniel, is because you, my friend. What? Me? Are about to get fact-checked. Me? You're fact-checking me? Yes. Uh-oh. Last week, you said oh, that no. Santa banished all of the toys to the Island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> I went back and watched it and... That's not actually what happened. Oh, really? Santa rescued. Santa rescued those toys. Yeah, but how'd they get them in the first place? Well, you can get toys at other times here, except for Christmas. See, I feel like Santa was not proactive in finding a place for them. Oh, well, Santa's a busy man. And so it took Rudolph going to Santa and saying, there's this island of misfit toys. And he says, Rudolph, I will take care of those. And he redeems them at the end. Yeah, because he put them there in the first place. He didn't put them there in the first place. Like, kids that didn't want their toys put them there in the first place. (laughs) They didn't like what they got and so they sent them so anyway hey we got a great show let let me tell you what we're doing today you ready yeah right all right so we got a christmas song mashup battle it's gonna be awesome yes we've also got seven ways to slow down this christmas hey because the christmas holiday is not busy at all is it no 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 and we've got more christmas life hacks for you yep trying to keep it really practical and helpful it's gonna be a great show awesome hey you ready to do this battle i I didn't even ask how you're doing how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. We've been uh, getting a lot of Christmas lights up and had, you know, thinking about the Christmas traditions we're going to try to keep up and do and whatnot. And, um, you know, for some reason growing up, we always put a Dr. Pepper and an orange in our stockings. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else did that, but like for us, like Dr. Pepper was really super special because like you couldn't get it anywhere. Yeah. Um, but what was really funny, like last, this has nothing to do with Christmas, actually kind of do with our podcast. So my daughter falls asleep to our podcast every night and we were listening to the baby modern cycling through the different kids and whatnot. And all of a sudden we hear the screaming sound come from like my daughter's bedroom. We're like, Uh-oh. oh my gosh, what's going on? What's going on? You know, Brooke's freaking out about, you know, mm-hmm. a kid crying and I look, and I listen closely. I'm like, nope. That's just like screaming goat from our podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought some kid was having like some blood curdling like nightmare, but no, it was just a screaming. I can't goat imagine that in the middle of the night, dude. That's awful. It was yeah, awful. about nine, ten o'clock, ten in, o'clock at night. In my stockings, my mom used to load them up with uh, with fruit first of all, which I'm like, eh, you know, apples, oranges, like, and then like nuts with shells on them, like. I love nuts, but like all the work of having to shell those nuts, it was such a pain every year. So a lot of work. We have vowed not to do that to our kids. Don't. So you know, some traditions just you know have to die. Hey, do you like Christmas music? I do, man. I like me some Christmas music. Are you one of those that could like listen to it at nope. any point during the year? Like I it has to be the day after Thanksgiving. I don't really love it that much. Uh, I love Christmas. Music. I, I gotta be in the Christmas sort of mood. You know, what <laughs> so I'm like, saying? I, like before, I'm decorating my tree. Does it have or... to be the day after Thanksgiving before you start listening to your music? Yeah, pretty much. At least not me, dude. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to go Captain like Captain Christmas. I don't want to go before here. say October. I will November, listen to Christmas music all year long. Oh, it's so festive and fun. Yeah, it makes whatever. you happy. Okay, so speaking of, we're we're gonna do this battle, and here's how we're gonna do this. So we've got. 
Christmas songs. We're going to be trying to stump each other to see if you can guess this Christmas song. And we're going to do several different ways of doing the song. We're going to hum the song. We're going to gurgle the song. <laughs> we're going to play a little toy flute to the song to see if the other one can get it. The Yaz flute. Yes. And we are also going to beatbox the song to see if the other person yes. can guess what it is. And don't judge our beatboxing. We'll see. No, it's it's. You can judge weird. mine because I think it's pretty good. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. In fact, in the new year, we're going to try to do a segment called Beatbox and Deep Thoughts. Um, so look forward to that in 2021. I'm sure they're looking forward to it. Yeah, right they now. are. Yeah, all they right. are. Come on. <laughs> all right. And so uh, in this toilet bowl where all of Matt's good ideas go... Um, <laughs> not even right. In this toilet bowl, I have all the different ways we can do it. There's two of each mode in here. Each mode in the commode. One mode for each Uh, in the commode. I didn't even plan that. My dad jokes are just rolling today. All right. (laughs) And we'll take turns picking the mode and then finding out what our mystery song is. All right. For those of you listening, I'm holding up a a post-it note. That has a list of mystery songs. That you don't know these songs. You don't know what songs. I don't know what songs. I don't know what songs, don't know what songs they are. Someone, a neutral party, picked them out for us. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna try and guess. Matt, do you want to go first, I'm my let friend? You go first. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. All right. Such a gentleman. All right. I'm gonna pick the mode from the commode. All right. Make sure I got my. <laughs> and see what we have here. I have. I wonder if I should like just put my head down and make it look like Rudolph is... No, no. Okay. All All right. right. I have Gargle for the first one. All right. Yes. And then for the first song, I have to look at it here. Make sure it's not... All right. I got my first song. You ready? I'm ready. Let me get some water here. I'm kind of thirsty. I'm so ready. Here we go. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> Joy to the world. <laughs> it's Joy to the world, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to get a few more notes in. That's true. I, I should let you. I should let you suffer through that a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Like you have to get down to this angle right here. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun to edit the sound. Uh, all, all right. right. Well done there. I gargled through so that. So now, do you put that back in so I can draw it out? Or no, no, no. There's like two, two of each. One. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha, so if gotcha. you get the same one twice, just put it back in. Right. and... I'll know to do that I'm one. ready. All right, so pick your mode from the commode. Pick my mode from the commode. Mode from the commode. Okay. Folded so nicely here. Yeah, really, it's the like sticky note element really made it super here. secure. Uh, all right. I think this is... Testing okay, hum. That. I'm humming. All right, that's an easy I'm one. Humming. That's almost like a buy. All right. All right, uh, and song. I need song. Flip it back. All right. Find your song. Let's see if I can guess as quickly as Matt did. Okay. See if my, my Christmas song skills are up to par to his. Are okay. you ready, dude? Mm-hmm. Now, remember, humming requires closing your lips, not the do to do to do da does like you cheated last time. Closed lips. You're still better about that, aren't I you? I am not bitter at all. I'm okay. a very forgiving person. Ready? Here we go. Man, I'm totally stumped. I can't figure this one at all. Oh, I, it sounds so familiar. What is it? Ah, oh, it's just, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't, I don't know. Is it, is it, um, is it uh, All I Want for Christmas? No? Yes. <laughs> it's Jingle Bells. Yes. <laughs> I know right away, but I wanted to just make I just, you do I was it done go. singing. I was like, I, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I knew it like it's I would have taken any answer. <laughs> I knew it like right away, but I just wanted to make you suffer. Uh, 
I, it was good. All right, my turn. Your turn. Okay, I'm going to choose the mode from the commode. Uh, what shall I get here? Let's see if I can open up faster than Matt did. This is kind of the sticky note makes it particularly challenging. Hopefully, this is as interesting right. for you all to hear as it is. I know, us. right? All right? I got hum too, so I got an easy one. Okay. And let's see what the song is. Peel it back here. All right. Oh, we got two blanks here. Oh, that was yours. All right. Drum, drum, drum. Man, we're going to be wasting the post-it notes today. <laughs> all right. This is actually going to I think we got this. All right, you ready? Okay. Here we go. Because Santa Claus comes tonight. Yeah, yes. well done. Okay, you want to make me go through that? Hey, you did Long it to me. I know. All's fair. All's fair. All, All right, right, dude. Give me the commode. Mode from the commode. I just can't say that enough. Yes. It's so too much fun. Obviously. All right. Ugh. What you got? Toy flute. Toy the Yaz flute. Yes. The toy flute. Now a new song. You need a, okay, yeah, here you go. Pick okay. your song. All right. Peel it back, my friend. All right. We'll see what song he gets. Okay. The Christmas music expert <laughs> over here. It's so hard to guess. Well, back up from the microphone a little bit. I have no idea because all the notes are missing. <laughs> this is just okay, flute. I'm going to pretend it's a kazoo. I feel like it's just glorified humming. Oh, oh, a little town of Bethlehem? Yeah. All right, there we go. <laughs> we had to cheat a little bit there. These, yes. These Yaz the, flutes the recorders. are um, challenging. Did you ever used to play one of these growing up? I, of course, it's like a real this Someone like attempted junk. Um, Helen junk. Little, my teacher from middle from elementary school and uh, boarding school from in Japan. If you're listening to this, I think you've she's actually probably listened. Listened. She's she actually. I think she has listened to this she's once. Hey, this. I'm gonna get her to listen to this because I will. I will copy her on Facebook. She tried to teach <laughs> me the recorder, and I'm pretty. I'm pretty positive I was her worst student. I'm pretty positive. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'd, easily her worst. After hearing me, student. she may think I was like the worst. Ever. But she didn't have so. to teach you. Well, let's see. Me may right, have to change. My turn to... here. Here we go. To redeem yourself here. There we go. Show us. Get the mode from the commode. All right. Mode from the commode. And we have here, I have the beatbox moment of truth. Okay. All right. Depending on the song, this can be very challenging. Well, so, okay. I want to make this clear. So am I doing the beatbox and you're making it a rap? No, I'm going to beatbox and insert a melody as I beatbox. I'm going to attempt to do that. And if I can't do it, I'll just uh, succumb to some lesser form of beatbox. This will be good. Okay. Or not so Okay, good. I think I can do this. I think I can do this. All right, ready? Here we go. No, that's a different song. <laughs> I'm trying to find them. It's hard to find them out in beatboxing. No, that's that's uh, Jingle Bells. I'm trying to... What is it? No, that was Deck the Halls. Deck the Halls, right. You already did that one. I already did that one practicing in my office here. Okay. I, I don't know the song very well. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out how it actually goes. <laughs> Thank you, third party, for making it a little bit hard. Dude, no. Where's the note? I can, I can sing it if I know the words. A, why, don't you, why don't you just make it a rap? I can't like, do. I can't. I'll rap. be your beatbox. No, you can't. All right. 
I know this song, but I can't think what it is. How long should we just let him keep doing this? How lovely are your branches? Oh, Christmas tree, dude! Oh, Chris- I knew oh, it was Cannon Bomb. Oh, Christmas tree! Thank you. So, like I knew the song, but I couldn't no, think of the title. Didn't. Yeah, no, I, know, I know the song. I've heard. It. I just don't uh, know the title. Fail. Yeah, no, you did good. Hey, you you're Captain good. Christmas over here. So fair yes. enough. Well done. Well, I I will concede and let Rudolph win this Christmas music <laughs> matchup battle. Well done. <sighs> yes. Hey. Give it to Rudolph. Give it to Rudolph. Hey, I think it's time. We let's let's like take a break. Let's take a quick break <laughs> and let me get out of this costume and let's Matt talk needs about to some air s- out his uh, his Rudolph. Let's here. live up to the true side. We've already done the trivial. Let's live up to the true side of this podcast. So we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. See you in five seconds. All right, we are back from our five second break, and Matt is back. Yes, Rudolph has been replaced by Matt. And we are um, grateful. You feel a little bit better. You're gonna get a little more freer. Your your pits a little uh, <laughs> little damp after being not. I'm gonna tell you, skating last night with that costume on, it was so <laughs> hot. A little bit of a beat down, huh? Like last like last week, it was like cold and felt like winter. And then like yesterday, it's 75. I'm like, ah, the day that we have this, I'm. Wearing this thing it's always me. hot in Texas when you don't want it to be. <sighs> and cold when you're like, what? I only brought a t-shirt. Come yeah. on, Texas. Yeah. All right. So we are moving into our serious segment today. And we're going to be uh, discussing a blog entry um, that was submitted on Tom Rainer's website, which mm-hmm. we, is kind of our go-to. There's a lot of good mm-hmm. resources there we'd like to look at. But this article is by Danny Franks. And it's called Seven Ways to Slow Down This slow Christmas. Down. You know, Christmas is kind of a hectic time. Like, yeah, we sure. make at least like three to four visits to Santa Claus for some reason. <laughs> um, uh, you know, trying to get that, that perfect picture and the kids want to see him and it's fun and Bass Pro Shops, you're amazing. And he looks different every time. Uh, you know, <laughs> he, he has different modes. Um, yeah. And Santa Claus is, is an amazing, um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyway, so enough about Santa Claus, but it can be a pretty hectic time and we have to be intentional about taking time to sort of absorb what Christmas is really about, right? Mm -hmm. And so this article kind of deals with that. And so around the Christmas, especially this year in 2020, we can feel like we're pretty weary, we're worn, and we're in need of like a slow down for our souls, right? We need to be refreshed. And if we go, 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 sometimes it can feel like we're sort of depleting ourselves. Um, And so this year, we need to take some time to wonder, that's kind of what the suggestion of this article is. Take some time and make some space to wonder and just be amazed about what Christmas really means. And so um, I'll read you sort of the, the main sort of uh, thesis of this article and thesis or part of this article. And it says this, if you're like me, and this is the author talking, when you get to December 26th and you wonder where exactly did the time go? Instead of wondering after the fact, why not plan for wonder while we're in the season? Why try to cram in every last thing rather than unplugging, mm-hmm. stepping back, and using this time to reflect on the beauty of the incarnation and the marvel that God became man and lived among us? Why try to accept every invitation from everyone else and miss intentional time with your own family? Mm-hmm. Why get caught up in the trappings of a holiday about Jesus without ever spending time with Jesus? Yeah. And that's I think that's the crux of it, right? Yeah. And do you do you think that like because of this year and how it's gone like do you think that because it's been so crazy like do you think like families and parents are like 
intentionally this year. Like we we gotta just make it special. We gotta do all the things because twenty twenty's been such a crazy year. So we're going out. We're people started putting up their Christmas decorations like November first, and it's like in Texas, it's like that's still summer. It feels weird. So it's it's a good thing and and a bad thing because it's like we feel like we've got to make up for you know what twenty twenty has been, and uh, it's kind of caused us to to be a little. Uh, busier or a lot more, perhaps. A lot, yeah. In fact, you know, like this year I doubled my Christmas lights, and I was like in the middle. Of, I was bouncing like one foot for kerosene on the ladder and one foot on the tree, like trying try to straddle putting these lights on. And your wife drives by with the kids picking up from school and uh, like, hi. I'm like, I, I I'm gonna wave. I think I might die. <laughs> <laughs> Fall to my death here. So I'm like just pretzeling myself in this tree trying to put up lights. A little Clark Griswold there. A little <laughs> bit much. It was. I, I feared for my life. And then my kids like get on the bottom of the ladder and start shaking. Like, Daddy, is this helpful? No. <laughs> you will kill Daddy. Why don't you go with mommy? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your help is not helpful. <laughs> I love you, yes. kids. Anyway, so there's a quote that this author has. Matt, why don't you read yeah. this quote here? I don't know that you're going to agree with this, but I'm going to. I'm just going to read it. Okay. Let's just see. I'm not saying I totally agree with it either, but here we go. Okay. Okay. All right. So in his excellent book, The Rest of God, Mark Buchanan says this, the truly purposeful have an ironic secret. They manage time and pay attention more. The most purpose, purposeful people I know rarely overmanage time. Mm-hmm. And when they do, it's actually because they're lapsing into dri- driveness? Drivenness. Into a, drivenness, okay. Uh, into a loss of purpose for which they overcompensate with more busyness. Mm. The distinguishing mark of the purposeful is not time management. It's that they notice they're fully awake. All right. Give it to us. You don't agree with that. I I partially agree with it. Yeah. I feel like this. it's possible this quote was taken from the book, and there's some more like provisos or more balanced new ones around this idea. Yeah. The idea that if you... Don't manage your time. If you manage your time, then you're doing something wrong. Right. And I'm, in fairness, is if you overmanage time, right? right? If you overmanage time. But the problem is, if you want time to reflect, if you want time mm-hmm. to wonder, you have to make that time. That's you right. have to manage it, right? Yeah. And so you have to say, I will not do this, or I, yeah. and I will do this. And so that is time management. I, I feel like in order for you to do all these things, you have to manage your time. And so for to be this sort of dichotomy, this like there's people who manage time and there's people who just sit around and wonder all day. I just think that's super. Yeah, you got to have a balance. Super, um, not realistic. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you yeah. have to. You have responsibilities. Yeah, but the, but the people who. Maybe the people who like are the list check, and I, I, I do lists as well, but like are so rigid that you know it's got to be this, 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 and this. It's, I think what he's saying in there is just hey, create some flexibility, exactly. Take, and take, I'm all for that, yeah. you know. I'm a list checker, I, I keep a list, I scratch mm-hmm. things out, and I love getting things done. I, I am a like a very um, I'm a scatterbrain, I'm a very much a like absent-minded professor. And so all my organization has to be external. I must organize my thoughts on paper or on other things because if I don't, I will forget where I put my left shoe. You yeah. know, like it, that's just the way I'm wired. And so I've learned <laughs> to sort of organize my externals as much as I can. Good. And so I think time management is important. Yeah, for sure. But you have to make space for wonder. So okay. these are suggestions. Let's get to the seven ways. Let's do it. Um, let's get into it. Let's quit talking about it and just do it. Yeah, do all it. right. Here we go. You ready? All right. First of all, this, these are how can you 
pursue a posture of noticing this Christmas season, like noticing, um, being fully awake. Seven ways. The first one is this. Take time to read, to really read mm-hmm. the passage about the incarnate passages about the incarnation. So that'd be Micah five, that'd be Isaiah nine, Luke uh, one and two, and Matthew two. Don't skim it, but savor it. Read and reread. Read in several different translations. Read That's a good idea multiple times over the next few weeks. Even listening to the passages on your Bible app. So I think that's a good idea. You know, if yeah. you do your your daily devotions, uh, make this your daily devotion. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's not about doing something on top of it, yeah. right? And here's sort of the irony of this list: if you try and do all these things on the list, you've fallen into busyness again. Yeah. You know, so and I don't feel like the article really explains that very well. Like, hey, choose some of these, but right. if you do all of these, these suggestions end up being the very antithesis to what they're suggesting. Yeah. So well, and I, I encourage our students with this because we do we do a Christmas series uh, where we focus on this, and I know it's real easy to uh, oh I've heard this before. You know, you, you mm. check out because you're like yeah 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 I, yeah okay wise men. It's shepherds. our nature as humans to be forgetful. Right. We need to be reminded. We need to dwell on things again. Right. And yeah, and every and when you do, you you discover new things and and um, new nuances of the story. True. So all right, number two. Number two, sit and stare at a fireplace. Yes. <laughs> this is a real suggestion, you know, and I don't think it's a crazy idea. No, I love it. I you know, better cool. yet, go out into the backyard, build a fire pit. And there's nothing, there's something just really therapeutic about just staring at the fire and um, just listening to the crackling flames. And or if you don't have a fire pit, your chimney. Yeah, your chimney. Yeah. Um, you know, your fireplace. That's uh, what I meant, your fireplace. <laughs> so your chimney. <laughs> if your chimney's on fire, you've got different problems. Yeah. The fireplace, <laughs> just problems. Sit, sitting there and, and watching the fire. There, there is something relaxing about And sometimes that. it's, it's hard to find a day where it feels justified to turn on the fireplace or the fire pit in Texas because it's so dang hot. And like, yeah. okay, first I need to turn on the air conditioning before <laughs> I turn on the fireplace, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Date night. All right. What's the other <laughs> All one? All right, third. Use an Advent devotional guide or read a related book for a fresh perspective. Some of the ideas he gives, uh, Come Let Us Adore Him by Paul Tripp. Um, mm. Also recommends by Tim Keller, uh, Hidden Christmas. Is it Hidden? Yes, yep. Hidden Christmas. Matt and forgot then, his reading glasses. I did. And then Waiting <laughs> waiting Here for You by Louis Giglio and God Came Near by Max Lucado. Those are, those are some great ones. Those are some yeah. good suggestions. Yeah. Uh, here's sort of my thing. Don't substitute devotionals for actual Bible reading. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to do a devotional, make sure you're actually doing Bible reading. Um, there's nothing against... I don't have anything personal against devotional. I think they're good. They're helpful to read someone else's perspective on mm-hmm. things, because sometimes they think see things that we don't see. We need to be encouraged. Um, but my one of my mentors growing up in um, youth ministry, he, he would say... And this is Ron Hardy. I'm going to give you credit for this, Ron, if you ever hear this. He said, you know, devotionals like someone took a really delicious steak really good steak, and they cut it up, and they chewed it up for you, and they spat it back up for you. (laughs) So it's a lot easier for you to digest. I'm like, that's a really great picture. (laughs) Gross. I will read my Bible from now on. It's like, But the point was, you need to chew. You need to do the work. You need to chew on it and really make it your own and study Scripture and really let it sink deep. So there's nothing against devotionals. I think we all need that. Sometimes we need sort of someone to give us something. But as a as a follow up, like you you've yeah. read and then you know you think through it and then then go back and it's read. good to have both. Yeah, for sure. All right, next one here. Uh, 
we have number four, take time to look at your Christmas ornaments again. I love that one. That's good. It's actually a really cool one. Yeah. Uh, that's part of our family traditions. We, you know, we open up all our ornaments and they sort of are these milestones. Every year the, the kids pick out a different ornament and it's fun because you can see, oh yeah, I remember when they were two, they mm-hmm. really were into you know, Paw Patrol. Now they couldn't care less about Chase. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now it's like Optimus Prime all the way, you know, or um, whatever they're, they're down with. So yeah, it it's cool because it, it forces you to sort of think through your your kids and your family and what you've been through and where they're at. Well, I think if, and if you don't have a, a family um, or, or kids in the house still, you know, maybe still finding a time or finding an ornament each year that you can put just kind of reminds you of that year, maybe something significant for that year so that, you know, as you hang these up every year, you're it's just a remembrance, a, a, a symbol that sure. helps you be reminded of God's faithfulness. That in year. fact, speaking so. of ornaments, in fact, I took a picture of this. I might actually use this to... Um, to sort of promote the podcast on Facebook. Yeah, you, you probably will. I probably will. Yeah. Hey, I, I believe in what we're doing. Shameless. I have to get the word out. <laughs> um, but there's an ornament we have where it shows little baby Jesus in the manger scene, and Santa Claus is kneeling down before yeah. him. It's really cool. I, cool. I love it. Anyway, it's a little bit cheesy, but I think it's cool. Um, all right, Matt, what's the next one, dude? All right. Read a book or several with your kids or grandkids. Number five. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, so... Uh, working through, a, he says here, my daughter and I keep this at Chris, uh, as a tradition. We go back to her very first Christmas with us. We add a new book to the rotation every year and work through all mm. of them leading up to the big day. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I love doing that with my kids, just reading stories. Uh, we've got a lot of Christmas books, you know, and we'll bring those out at, at Christmas and um, read those. And it's just, it's just fun. It's just, it's, it's special because you're, you're taking the time just to sit down and, uh, and be together and, and read for sure. So. I remember as a kid, um, we had this family tradition that we would open stockings since we woke up before breakfast. All right, but we wouldn't open a big presents until after we ate breakfast, which was a big breakfast, oh. cleaned up, and then we'd all sit around. My dad would read like I think two chapters oh, from Matthew, that... the Advent story, <laughs> and it was just like just slayed me as yeah. a kid. It's like no, <laughs> oh dad. I just want to open my presents. Like, dad, we know the story. <laughs> no, but it was I. And as I got older, I really appreciated it. My younger siblings were still like, ah, oh, presents, you know. But I appreciate okay. what he was doing. Yeah. Context so now wise. that you're a dad, do you do that to your kids? No, we don't do that to my okay. kids. Okay. All right. I, no. <laughs> we, do like, other, we do it incrementally. You open all the presents, you're like, oh, yeah. By the way, guys, uh, let's let's read uh, Luke 2. Come here, come here. We do all month long. So what we do yeah. is we actually have this really cool Christmas book that sort of focuses on different elements of the Christmas story all, you know, 24 days before Christmas. Yeah. And each day it has sort of a prayer for the kids to kind of pray through and a craft from the dude to sort of think about that idea about Christmas. It's yeah, really, really cool. cool. Um, cool. I can find it on Amazon. I might recommend it to you guys in the podcast or something. Yeah, and I, I have something along those lines that I'm going to talk about in our life hack. Yeah. In just a little while. So, All right, next one here, number six. Write a letter or email to a missionary. Anything, what does this have to do with Christmas? Mm-hmm. You know, but part of Christmas is thinking about other people mm-hmm. and how to bless them and giving gifts to them. And a lot of missionaries, and personally I can experience this, like you're pretty isolated from your friends and family on the mission field, mm-hmm. you know. And you think about people in the military too; that's a really big deal. But I remember one of the, my favorite things to see growing up on the mission field was we would get hundreds of Christmas cards from all of my parents' supporters and stuff, oh, yeah. and we would put string up in the the house and in the apartment and hang up all the Christmas cards going across the strings. And it was just so cool to see all the people that loved and supported my parents and our family, uh, even though they couldn't be there. And this that's is before cool. you know the days of 
you know, Skype and video conferencing, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Where if you got a phone call from somebody overseas, like you, you got like a couple minutes because every minute was like, you know, a dollar or yeah. two dollars, <laughs> you know, for a long distance uh, phone call. Right. So you know, find a find a missionary, connect with them, That's send good. them a letter, encourage That's real them. Good. I wouldn't have thought about that. I wouldn't either, yeah. ironically. <laughs> yeah. And you're an MK. <laughs> I know, right? MK, for those you don't know, is missionary kid. Missionary kid. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Good times. Last one, number seven. Drive around town and look at Christmas lights. With so many in-person events canceled or changed this year, grab a thermos of hot chocolate, crank mm. up the Charlie Brown Christmas playlist, and explore your city while you pray for your neighbors. Check it. Done yeah. and done. Actually, we didn't, we didn't spiritualize it. We didn't pray for people. We just... Watch the Christmas lights. So maybe next time we go see Christmas lights, we will pray for people as we go through, which is a really good idea, I think. That's a great idea. Yeah. No, I love I love getting to to drive around with our family and, and look at the lights. It's it's awesome. Yeah. In fact, we've been going on walks almost every night recently, just walking around our neighborhood, just seeing yeah. the different lights and whatnot. Our uh, neighborhood cool. really has some cool stuff. Yeah, people are pretty festive. There's nothing yeah. like super extravagant, but there's it's... a couple that go bananas with it with the yeah. ten thousand <laughs> inflatables in their front yards. Like there's, it looks like Christmas just vomited on your front yard. It just looks yeah. really festive. A little, over, a little over the top. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason, you know, to yeah. it. Um, but it's, I thought, I told Brooke the other day, I said, it'd be really fun to like every year just tell the kids, let's pick out a new, you know, inflatable and just <laughs> just litter our front yard with inflatables over the years. Yeah. Um, but no, we're not going to do no. that. She thought it was funny, but. No, we're not gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now we have like a frozen thing. We have like a gigantic Olaf that somebody got. It's like I think eight or nine feet tall. It's, it's massive. Huge. Yeah, it's huge. And um yeah, and then an Elsa that doesn't light up anymore. So <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh so those are our seven suggestions for slowing down over the Christmas holidays. And again, I want to reiterate if you try and do all these, you might find yourself sort of yeah. like too too much not slowing down too actually busy. adding too many things uh, but you know ferociously protect your calendar as much as you can take time to slow down with each other and just enjoy being around each other um, but again that takes time management discipline right? discipline right yeah. it takes discipline to not do things it sounds weird yeah. but it kind of does because <laughs> uh, our gut level for most of us is to do as many things. You know, we're a busy culture. We are, and uh, you know, it's it's not helpful when all the all the things that you're involved in demand your time. Like you, I, for us, I wish we had a little more time, but with school and and everything that mm-hmm. we're we're involved in, it's just it's difficult. It's difficult to to make that time. But you gotta you gotta manage your time. You gotta find a find couple it. of these. Make yeah. time to wonder in the beauty and the awesomeness of what Christmas as is. You wonder. I think Wonder that's a as you wander. Is that a Christmas song? Hey, you know what? I think Captain Christmas should write it. I think yeah. I think get on your Rudolph costume I, and write it. I think it already is a Christmas song. All yeah. right. Well, that concludes our segment about the seven ways to slow down during Christmas. Good. We're gonna finish things out with a Christmas life hack for you. Oh, you got a good one. Give it to us. Actually, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you two right now. Okay. The first one's gonna is, is a freebie. Uh, the first one is, and you may already do this, but if you want Christmas lights. Buy them after Christmas. That's what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you probably yeah. already know that, but you go to Walmart and they have like, we get the 100 count. Don't ever go for the 200 to 300 count. You get way, you know, you're paying a lot more per light. But if you get the 100 <laughs> count, that's a cheap box, man. Yeah. You get like a box of 100 count for like 70 cents or 50 cents yeah. after Christmas at Walmart. It is like the way to go. Yep. Anyway, and plus, if you're stringing them up on the tree, it's a lot easier to string up 100 at a time. Right, then it is like 300 times because oh, you have yeah, this huge ball. Much, and you much. always want to unravel them first and re-ravel them with a nice ball before yeah. you start wrapping the tree. 
Anyway, just pro tip on the Christmas lights. All right. The the real tip I want to give you though, the real tip I want to give you is free printer ink for life. That's right. I said free. free. No. Free. For life. Free. Free printer ink for life. How can we get free printer ink? Here's a dirty secret. Okay. Printer ink is marked up by like a thousand something percent. Like they've done some. It's it's insane how much it's worth. It's worth pennies. Like literally pennies, and they sell to you for twenty, twenty-five bucks for a cartridge. Okay. Or like a a value pack of cartridges can be like fifty, sixty bucks. It's insane what printer ink costs. Okay. And most of us, let's be honest, we don't print things that much. But if you do, here's how you get free printer ink for life. Don't buy printer ink. Just get a new printer. That's right. The printer is oftentimes cheaper than the ink. Get a new printer. Use the ink. When the ink's gone, sell the printer. Use what you (laughs) sold the printer for to buy another printer. How do you sell the printer? Just get on Facebook Marketplace or whatever and just sell the printer for, you know, I bought Brooke a a printer, I think, for like 25 bucks. Uh And the ink costs like $35. Yeah. You know, so find yourself a, a decent printer. Sometimes they're on sale for $40. And when you're done with the ink, sell that printer for roughly the same price, basically. And then you go use that money to go buy yourself a new printer that comes with its own ink. Okay. I, I have a friend that's a millionaire, and he has another friend that's also a millionaire, I think, that does this. So if it's good enough for a millionaire, it's good enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll that's that. how they became a millionaire. They just never paid for printer ink. You know? <laughs> All right. I've been dying to share that one. There you. So it's... if you're thinking about buying someone a printer for Christmas, just think about that. Yeah. So should you buy them ink or buy them a printer don't buy ink get them a printer because it comes with ink okay okay that's true that's true okay my christmas life hack um i referred to this earlier uh so you mentioned the book that you guys are doing uh leading up to to christmas we uh we have a family devotional that we uh have been working through and actually uh i've shared it with our families uh here at the church but I would love to put that out there for you. It, what what this one is, this is a, a name. It's an Advent uh, devotional, but each day takes the name of God and uh, cool. gives you a little activity to do, and you can make a little ornament uh, with that name on it. But you can also, uh, if, if you don't want to do all that, then you can do something as simple as post-it notes. There's like a, a sticky note deal in there where hmm. you take the name of God, you put it up on the on the, the bathroom mirror just to remind yourself, like just like that, just, like just to remind yourself of who God is. And... Um, I want to encourage you. I, I I know that when like now we're getting close to the mid mid December, and you're probably thinking, well, it's too late. You know, Advent should have started, you know, first of December. It's but, never too late uh, to get your Christmas on. <laughs> well, it's never too late to to lead your family in the things of True. God. And even if you don't get to do it every single day, um, because it's a busy time of year, um, even just taking the time to do something, like even if you just take, uh, you know, you do it, do a few. Leading up to Christmas, just as a reminder of of who Jesus is. Like mm-hmm. uh, day before last, we talked about Jesus being the Prince of Peace and just the importance of uh, the peace that Jesus gives. And and um, just look, it, it's an incredible resource. And we put it out there for you. We'll uh, put a link to the website where you can go and look at it. And you know, do as much of it as you want to, or or even just even if you just spend a few minutes 
talking with your kids about that before they go to bed. Um, it's it's something. And if you don't have kids, um, just something for you just to be reminded. Uh, Do the grandkids each day. Maybe. Yeah, each day it's just a, an act of worship where you know you're you're reengaging with who God is and um, His names, His character. And uh, it's it's an incredible resource. So that's what we've been doing, and uh, we'll put that out there for you, so you guys can yeah take that and and do. We'll try to put a link on our website, but also a link in the um, in the post on social media and whatnot. So look for that link uh, amongst all the other links for that resource, (laughs) and we'll make it free available to you for free. That's been the theme of our life hack for free, for free, or cheapest free, (laughs) cheapest free toys. Yeah, yeah. All right, we gotta wrap this up, dude. Let's wrap it up, my friend. Now, I prayed last week. Hey, it's me. You're praying I get to pray. this week. All righty. Let's pray. Let's do it. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful that you chose to come down to our world and become one of us yeah. and give up all your privileges and position of power to lay down your life so that we might have life. God, if you had not made this ultimate sacrifice and experienced all the hurts and pains that we go through here God, we would not get to experience life eternal, life with purpose, mm-hmm. life with meaning. God, you have rescued us in an amazing and unfathomable way. And during this Christmas time, will help us to really focus our eyes on you. As we go through all our Christmas things, help us to see you in those Christmas things, to see you in the Christmas lights, see you when we visit the stores and buy presents for people, to see you in all that we do. God, we want our eyes to be open and be amazed and not jaded by this great work you have done for us. So we pray this in your holy and awesome and beautiful name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you all for joining us for another podcast. Yes. If you enjoy this podcast, I got a really good idea. I got a really good idea. You should share it. That's right. Tis the season to <laughs> share it. Make this podcast a present for your friends. Please. And like it. Like it. Yeah. Like it on Facebook. Get that thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe to our church channel so you don't miss anything. This is our ministry. We do this because we're passionate about just making you laugh in a wholesome way and cheering you up, but also just... You know, supporting and encouraging you guys in your faith. That's what so we do. So please share this, get the word out. We think a lot of people could benefit from this. If you know someone that can, hey, take the time to give them the gift of Thursdays. A <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug, but we're shameless about it because we're shameless about the gospel. You know, we I don't mind promoting this on Facebook and doing stuff about it because it's not about us. It's about the person we're talking about, and that person is Jesus Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Right on. So share it, like it, subscribe to it. All that goodness. And, of course, you can listen to us on this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. His favorite. Yes. And, uh, of course, you can always ask uh, your, I'm going to say Alexa. Of course, now it's going to like make all your Alexa devices say, what, 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 what do you want, what do you want, what do you want? (laughs) Say, Alexa, play TuneIn Podcast Thursdays, True and Trivial Talk, and it'll play your favorite podcast (laughs) on your Alexa device. Yeah, I, I I do say so. Let's wrap this up. All right, y'all have a great Christmas. We're gonna do one more podcast for Christmas. So yes. look for that. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye bye.